Hello and welcome to the podcast. This welcome. Is, this is a new everybody. podcast. It, it might have been like demon possessed. It was a fairly large, mutated-looking chicken. We were born in the north, but we grew up in the south. We learned all of our words from Pennsylvania. And people are that toboggan. That little toboggan. It's not there. a toboggan. A toboggan is a sled. Okay. Yo, three inches, baby. <laughs> Dude, I can't take it. Welcome back to season seven, my guy. <laughs> um, this is season seven of the podcast. Everything's different. Hi. Yep. How's it going? If you can tell, we got a new guest. Introduce yourself. Who are you? What is your name? <laughs> what do you smell? What kind of deodorant do you use? Old Spice. Old Spice. Okay. Yeah. I like it. I like it. That's about What's it. your name? Old Spice. Okay. <laughs> um, if you guys don't know about our audio-only show on Spotify called The Midnight yep. Special, then you don't know who this is. But if you listen, welcome. This is Wyatt. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's been on many episodes of The Midnight Special. He is here with us in person. We talked about this quite a bit um, towards the end of last season, Yeah, both on The Midnight, obviously, and then also on the video podcast, the main channel. So... Um, it's good that you're here, Wyatt. Thank, Thank you. you. I'm so happy to be here. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. um, since this is my first time officially on camera, yes. aside okay. from talking to you guys over uh, Zoom briefly and then Skype, yep. Um, yep, yep, yep. I'm not sure where to look. <laughs> Just uh, there. You know what? I, say, I never you know look what? at the camera. Okay. I never look at the camera. This is what I'm going to say. All right. Th- we'll say this. Uh, we're gonna look at each other. Yeah. Okay. That's what I do. Unless you want to reference the audience, then well, look at that camera right okay. there. Because I like going. <laughs> <laughs> but don't look at the wide. Look at this guy. Look at right this here. guy. Yeah. 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 All right. <laughs> okay. Um, as as normal, we will hear loud. Uh, yeah. Freaking planes. F sixteens. Yeah, dude. Oh, that was you. You enjoyed that actually when you got here. I, I really do. <laughs> you were like, I love it. Yeah. You're like um, you like watching them. You hear them and you're like, where is it? Oh, yeah. I've got some videos of a couple of them flying right over. I've been sending them to the family back home. Yeah, it's pretty nice. Um, so we have a new setup, too. Oh, yeah. Um, we can address uh, that. go into that, and then we can do kind of a... Do you want to do an update for each person? A quick one? doesn't have to be long, just 30-second type thing. Uh, yeah, well, you know, we're actually, we're going to talk to Wyatt um, on another video a little bit Yeah, we're going to do more this of an week, interview you know? style. Um, yeah. Film. So, film. But we'll, we'll talk. We'll talk specifics about him because we'll get into him a good bit on that episode. But let's me and you do a quick update. How about that? Okay. Um, you start. Well, we got a new setup. This is more of a permanent thing. We're not taking ripping it down every week. It's yep. gonna be something that's set up. You can tell there's a there's a decent sized screen. Dude, and you just got our logo in motion. We have a desk too. We we made this desk. It needs to be. F- like finished a little bit there's a few stained. things that need to be uh done we need to poly it and sand it and do a little bit more to it but right now it is what it is right now it is what we it built is. it it is what it is it is what it is, it is, what it is. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah we built it uh it's pretty cool we enjoyed yep. it um we actually got the, the wood on the top from a local guy here in virginia beach we didn't just go buy it some at some lumber shop it was actually a local guy so it was pretty yeah. cool um what else what else? We had 
New Year's. Wait, no. Yeah. Well, well we, we, we recorded were, yeah. before New Year's and we released an episode after, but how we're is actually your, how officially... is your 2021 going? Um, you know, a little stressful, but not stuff I'd rather talk about <laughs> on the <laughs> podcast. It's just stuff everybody knows about, you know, yeah. in the climate of the world. I It really sets into my mind a good bit about what I would like us to do here. Mm-hmm. And it's just kind of freaking escape, you know. Mm-hmm. because for at least a little bit, because there's too much, too many stressful things going on. So mm-hmm. just kind of chill and, and have a good time here. Um, and something else we have updated, we can go into it a little bit at the end when we plug everything, but we have a new website. Yeah. Yep. Wiseworksfilms.com. Yeah. The uh, URL, the link, it's in the description if you want to go check it out. It's a little bit updated from the old one, and it's not Ear, Nose, Throat. Well, that was kind of our big thing. <laughs> Did we talk about that? Uh, not on the podcast, but we had somebody tell us that our podcast was, it's Wiseworks ENT. Yeah. That is essentially ears, no, Ear, Nose, Throat. <laughs> we didn't yeah. know that when we created it. Yeah. We were, I was talking to you, and I was like, I have this idea, let's shorten it, because Wiseworks Entertainment is a mouthful to type. Um, and so... I was like, let's shorten it to ENT, short for entertainment. Everyone's gonna be like, oh and yeah, this short is the, for entertainment. The final one. Yeah, and this is the final one. We're Even gonna keep we this had one. like five. Yeah. We're gonna <laughs> we're gonna keep this. And freaking right away, mm-hmm. someone told after we bought it and everything, someone told you, oh, ear wise works your nose throat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, interesting. <laughs> That's fun. <laughs> <laughs> freaking okay. Uh, quick update for me. Um, you know, it's pretty much the same. I'm glad you're here, Wyatt. Uh, yeah. We've been, you know, you got here getting in the rhythm of things a little mm-hmm. bit. Mm-hmm. And it was nice to have a little bit of a break to get ready for this, at least. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I've been spending the past, you know, a couple of days bugging you guys, you know. <laughs> I wouldn't call it bugging. <laughs> Taking up all your time. <laughs> I wouldn't call it bugging at all. I'm glad you're here. Yeah. Um, leave a comment if you have questions for Wyatt's, uh, you know, that we might like to address on the podcast that you're interested in to get to yeah. know yeah, because we're going to, well, I guess we would record his interview episode before this releases, but you'll still, he's going to be a permanent member or a permanent uh, host of this podcast. <laughs> so for now, he's here. We're stuck with him. Yeah, can't, stuck. can't get out. I, we're all can't get stuck. out of it. Yeah, we're all I mean, stuck. we have a lease together. Yeah, so. we do. So oh, yeah, kinda, you guys are roommates. Stuck. I don't yeah. think you said that. They're rooming together. Yeah, me um, and Josh are living in the same apartment. Mm-hmm. So, um, there is something I want to talk to you guys about, at least to open up. Uh, what? Just uh, we're roommates and we're opening up. That sounds uh, <laughs> yeah. no, not no. not emotionally. You guys can do that on your own time. <laughs> Friggin', uh, I was thinking. So we've actually had this conversation a little bit, partly because you're here, partly because when we go on break, we tend to think about this stuff a little bit more. You guys were on sort break. Of yeah, <laughs> you guys. We, we were on a break. <laughs> Meanwhile, we were on, we break. on a break. Is that what happened when? Uh, no, you were also in his wedding. That's something we can talk about. Yeah. Oh, that yeah. can be a story in itself. Save that for another time. Yeah, but I wanted to talk to you guys because we've had this conversation a little bit with each other, and I'd like to bring it here about the future of entertainment and oh, we're why why what it. we're doing. Why not? Why what? Why what we're doing here? You know, why what Wyatt's investing himself into is important and what we why we think it it works why we think it's thing because we're not we're i don't think we're necessarily out to just be a podcast on youtube 
the thing is, uh-huh. I'm leaving the podcast. <laughs> I'm kidding. No, I'm not. <laughs> not yet. Freaking. Okay. Addressing that, <laughs> there is. I'm not leaving the podcast. We're not. He's not leaving the podcast. He doesn't have plans to leave the podcast. It's more. You're you're talking about you can't predict the future. There might be things you want might want to delve into. Yeah. Well, that's a whole other topic. Let's not get into that. I was <laughs> kind of making a joke. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, anyways, there's there's like the industry is changing a lot with like COVID and stuff. And so I am curious to have, well, what you guys are thinking about in regards to how we navigate what we do here and what we do, you know, for entertainment purposes for people and how we grow this thing that's called Wiseway. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I did bring up some interesting things that I'd like to slide through. Of course. And then we can talk about it and maybe along the way. Yeah. And I have visuals because we have a big old screen now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So um, let's go to the first one. So growth on Netflix. Yes. It's no surprise that they're huge. No. So if you can see this graph behind Joshua's shoulder. They can pretty good. I think they can see it. Yeah. Um, Basically... From the 2011 to 2020, they've grown from about a little under a billion subscribers all the way, well, no, a billion in revenue, mm-hmm. all the way up to over 6 billion in 2020. Yeah. So for some reason, the streaming industry is going up. And I'm going to go through a few more examples of this. Well, I, we know why it's going up. I'm using this as a talking point. Um, so Disney Plus, they just started in November of 2019, and they've grown up to 73 million subscribers on their, their platform. And then with Amazon Prime, they're up to 150 million subscribers on their platform. Granted, they also have shipping service there, Amazon. Right. But a lot of people like me, I did just get it for the entertainment. Really. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, they got a lot of good original stuff coming out. They there. really do. Yeah. And actually, it's actually popping these days because they are purchasing a lot of good shows. Well, because like, um, well, you know how Netflix bought Cobra Kai from mm-hmm. YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um, Amazon has done a similar thing with some other good shows from YouTube. Um, Which and, ones? Well, there's, um, um, there's, there's Wayne. Mm. There's Wayne, which uh, Wayne aside from Cobra Kai was the other um, uh, famous one yeah. from from YouTube Premium or YouTube Red or mm-hmm. whatever it was at the time. Um, so yeah, they they bought they bought that one, and of course Netflix got Cobra Kai, and you know in in the hopes to sort of take these uh, shows that people really liked. And and give them another chance, you know, yeah. and and ultimately to make money off of them. Yeah. yeah. So. So Amazon Prime's doing. I mean, it, and I think there's also so there's you know so just here's a quick example. This is a Google search answer. Um, HBO Max uh, has like 38 million people on the platform, um, and then we get to something that's more traditional, right? Yeah. So, uh, did I? Is it AMC theaters? Was that right there or is that wrong? I think it's AMC, yeah. Is there an E at the end of there? Or is it just AMC? AMC. AMC. Okay. AMC well, that's what I put theater. at the time. <laughs> I don't know if you can see that. But um, you this is their stock. You haven't been to theater that long? No, but this is their... Yeah, exactly. But I don't know. I usually go to Regal. Um, mm-hmm. But AMC theaters stock 
uh, like towards the end here, this is a five-year, this is a five-year stock thing. Obviously, it's going, going down. down. Pretty mm-hmm. obvious. Which um, I hate. I, I I've, I've made that very which, vocal. Yeah, we're, we can get into that some more. About... Yeah, because I'm losing a bunch of money. My stock's going down. <laughs> I don't have any stock. Josh will put five thousand dollars in AMC <laughs> stock. Freaking. Um, they didn't even like the thing is though. COVID should have affected them more than this. Mm-hmm. And you don't even really know where COVID registers. Mm-hmm. I think I could probably guess somewhere right in there. Yeah. But the thing is, like, it's barely registering. It looks like a normal day for them, almost. That's not a good sign. Right. Um, and then the other thing is Regal. Regal is shutting down theaters again less than two months after it started to reopen U.S. locations late August. Um Let's see. So, because of the James Bond franchise delayed their 2020 release yeah. of No Time to Die, they decided to uh, what is it? They they closed down again. I guess just a bunch of locations, mm-hmm. and they're losing money like crazy. Regal is. I think they're they're going to get bought out by a different company at some point. That to say, let me see what the next slide is real quick. Oh, and then also. Oh my gosh! Right I was actually I was literally thinking That's about why this, I talk this this second. Okay. Um, so a money problem with Dune, mm-hmm. which we did talk about on the Midnight Special, Jamark brought it up, yeah. and this is why I include this. Dune, We're really passionate about Dune. Yeah, and it's it's the big next blockbuster film, pretty much. Yeah. Um, which when I saw the trailer, I'm like, I don't know nothing about Dune because I didn't you, even know about the but work. But you, you want to watch I it? I want to watch it so bad. Yeah. It looks so cool. Yeah. Um, and pretty much, so this is a little thing about AT&T and how they're losing money and how it's like combined with HBO Max and stuff. Yeah. Um, but pretty much, they don't know what to do with Dune right now. Well, Are they going to put it on streaming service? They, they, they want they can, to. But the, the problem is, and this is why I said the problem with Dune, is because if they do that, they won't make back the money they spent on the film. Like they yeah. know for a fact they're not getting their money back. Which wouldn't be as much of a problem if the if this wasn't a two-part movie there this is the first book mm-hmm. the the first the original dune right the first movie is only is only going to be half of that story yeah and then the second movie is going to be the rest of the story right mm-hmm. so they've split the book into two yeah and the problem is you know if they don't release in theaters then they're not going to make back the money that they spent to make this thing yeah and also, like, it, it it's still a problem though. Not even not that's more like a fan problem because they want to see the next ones. Yeah, yeah. We want to see the first one. Gosh, but also, just the just the fact that they can't make their money back. That's bad business. Yeah, you know, at very least they need to break even. But they there's no way for them to right now. Right. Even if there's no streaming service that can offer them enough money to put it on there. No, uh, no. Um, um, the, I, I don't know. The movie, the, the, well, the director of the movie has been very vocal about this, about you know, if how if they put it direct directly onto HBO Max, um, there's just not going to be enough, you know, revenue. And that mm-hmm. that's that's in part because the streaming services. For me. That's well, the streaming services man. buy it for a, like. How of a period of time for a yeah. chunk of money. When you release something in the theaters that has the global audience, all of a sudden, you know, ten, fifteen, twenty dollars a person that sees the movie 
is going straight back into between taxes and other expenses straight back into the that movie but the, the streaming services can't dump that kind of money into one thing on a platform yeah. like for example peacock just bought bought back well they didn't buy back because they just started but they just bought the office they got a contract for the office roughly about the same amount that, that netflix had yeah it was essentially a hundred um a hundred million dollars per year mm-hmm. to have it on their platform they just did $500 million for five years on Peacock. Um, and even that, like, I doubt, even if someone was able to drop $500 million, a streaming service, on Dune, it's still only one thing, and it doesn't have surefire popularity like The Office does. Literally, The Office How is many... what gave Netflix its popularity. Yeah. How many people um, are currently have a subscription to Netflix. Is it, um, Netflix. They, they release that? Um, yes. Uh, well, actually, I know how much they make, so you can probably divide it by like 10 because that's the average subscription cost. No, 13 actually. Mm-hmm. Um, let me go back to Amazon or Netflix. Netflix has makes around $6 billion a year, a little more than that. So if you divide that by 13, you can get a rough estimate. Actually, six billion. No, six billion a year. Six billion divided by twelve, and then divide that. Okay, good. Thirteen. Let me do a billion. Yeah, yeah. Well, let me do it real quick. Wait. Okay, so freaking. All right, million. Okay, six billion divided by twelve, divided by thirteen. So. See, that's not even the same amount, but it's saying that was saying thirty-eight uh, million. But I already know that they have; they're over a hundred. I think they're around like one hundred and sixty million uh, people that have subscriptions to Netflix or accounts. But the well, the problem with Dune though is that it's not going on to Netflix; it's yeah. going to HBO, mm-hmm. right? Which isn't as famous, and you know exactly well, it, it's, Netflix. well it's one thing if it's all the issue so sell it to netflix hbo max okay. only has no. 38 million mm-hmm. subscriptions well, the, to it the issue is it's one thing if if it's a show like uh game of thrones yeah or something where people know i have to go to hbo to watch this right yeah. I have to go to HBO. I have to have yeah. a subscription, right? Or or even Netflix. Yeah, I have to have a subscription to Netflix to watch Stranger Things, right? Yeah, I'm going exactly. to this platform to watch this, right? Mm-hmm. Nobody's thinking, um, you know, especially not regular people. Uh, people aren't thinking, oh, I can't wait to go on to HBO Max to watch Dune, <laughs> right? <laughs> they They would have to do some serious, serious marketing. For sure. Right? And and I'll tell you a funny story. Okay. Because I was thinking about this the other night. It's really brief, but I was watching a I was watching an ad for HBO Max. Yeah. You know, and it was it was sort of going through and showing different movies that are on there, little clips and things, and and then like new stuff. And of course, it was just flipping through titles. Right. It was like boom, 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 mm-hmm. boom, boom, boom. Right. And I think I saw Dune on there for less than a millisecond. That's less rough. than all the others. Bloop. It was just bloop. It was there. 
because the fans of Dune and the director don't want it to go on there, but they're still kind of advertising that it might be on there. But I just—I don't even think you they know. have the deal done yet, though. I have no idea, but it was so well. It was so quick. <laughs> That's what made me wonder. It's I was tricky. like, it was so quick. It was like, <laughs> yeah, right. It just it, like it was there, and Dune. then it was gone. You know, Dune maybe it should maybe. Have put like a maybe. Line. Yeah, yeah. Maybe that was I a mean, to be honest, I've cause... never heard of Dune until all of this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So me as just an an average Joe or average Josh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm the only I... average Joe here. Yeah, you are pretty average. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> pretty um, basic. But I'm yeah, I've never heard of it until now. Um, it, that could be just me though. I don't want to just say that. Yeah. That story is very foreign to most people. But yeah, I I wouldn't go to a certain streaming service. Yeah. They should come up with a thing like a package to instead of going to theaters, sell something to like five different streaming services for cheaper than just going to one streaming service but like several streaming services and it all goes on there they have like a deal it goes on there for two months yeah and then it gets kicked off and then they can choose like a specific streaming service or they can just release it to a video or however they do it well it's really disappointing sort of to see where the movie industry is kind of heading as far as streaming because it's like you know, you could pay what whatever the cinemas, you know, charge you $10 or whatever to go watch a movie once and get to experience it <laughs> yeah. and talk about it with your friends for a couple months and then buy the movie if you liked it eventually, you know, online or on um, DVD or whatever. Mm-hmm. Whereas, you know, now it's like, you know, you have to pay for all the streaming services, right? Yeah, all of them. I got to pay for, I got to pay, you know, average 10 bucks a month for Netflix, 10 bucks a month for this, 10 bucks a month for this, unless um, each of these apps comes out with some sort of add-on that makes it, it makes it to where you pay a one-time fee. And this, I actually told this to John Mark years ago. Yeah. I said, if if these apps created an add-on, right, so that when big ticket movies mm-hmm. come out, they cannot stream them. Um, you can have, you don't have to have Netflix, mm-hmm. right? But if you go onto Netflix and you pay them 10 bucks for a ticket, you can watch the movie. You have... I don't know, 12 hours to watch the movie, mm, right? Yeah. And then you can watch the movie however many times you can in that 12 hours. That's ticket sales, yeah. right? And, and you know, so that, you know, Netflix gets a percent of that even if you don't have Netflix, right? But There's some sort of add-on, There right? can be some kind of deal where it's like Netflix, uh, Peacock, HBO mm-hmm. and Amazon Prime. They're all going to have the movie for yeah. 10, 12 dollars for a 12 hour yeah. showing period pretty much. So what I'm saying essentially is that you know the platforms can give incentive to hey, if you own 
Netflix, or you you have a subscription to Netflix, right? Yeah. You're paying the 13 bucks a month, then the ticket actually is only yeah. about $6, right? Whereas yeah. if I get Netflix uh, Theater, right, which is an extension app or an add-on app, I'm paying $10 for my movie ticket, mm-hmm. right? I mean, that makes sense. I How just, are you going to... I don't know if... I don't know. What do you think? <laughs> I I understand the concept. Mm-hmm. I kind of like that, but it's still it's still just something that's never been tested. So we don't know how the general public. We're gonna look at it in a, in a different light because we have this love for movies. We lo- we have this love for this story, Dune or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna look at it from a different perspective than most people yeah. that want to just watch a film or watch a movie. But but yeah. I'm talking about all movies. Mm-hmm. Instead of going to a theater, they go to or maybe in, all new releases. All new releases, yeah. right? Instead of releasing to AMC or Regal, you release to insert app name theater, right? Which is an app on your phone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I go click uh, HBO theater, right? Yeah. And then I and then it gives me a list of this year's movies. Oh look. Avatar 2 is coming out, right, on this date. Mm-hmm. And at 10 p.m., I can pay, you know, however much, $12, $13, $14 to watch the movie, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, and then in, I don't know, 50 years when theaters are gone and mm-hmm. we still have the theater button, you know, our kids or grandkids would be like, "Why? What Why is, is it called? What does the it mean? Theater, what does theater mean?" Now, John Mark, <laughs> John Mark, when I John Mark doesn't think I don't think theaters are ever going to go out of fashion, right? I think I live think, live theaters where shows are are put on aren't going to go out of fashion. But yeah, I, I I well no, I think movie theaters, the yeah. movie experience, people, people love movie theaters, right? Yeah, um, I think eventually we will get things under control, and people, but but I think at least. The, the movie theater experience is going to be different. Oh, for right? sure. It's gonna, it's, it's gonna be different from now on. The tickets are gonna be so, thirty bucks a person. Yeah, and the and there it's gonna be like, you know, they're only gonna allow a certain amount of people into a theater. So yeah. so the lines are gonna get longer for big blockbuster releases, you mm-hmm. know. I mean, I stood in a line for quite a while when I went to see Infinity War and Endgame. Well, yeah. yeah. So, but that was yeah. pre-COVID. Though. That was pre-COVID. So there were a lot of people in that theater, and there were a lot of people standing next to me and stuff. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Once, once the general public, once humans adapt to either COVID or it, it becomes not a deadly thing to us, then we we're going to be able to figure out how we restructure. Because I I think COVID allows us to restructure to make the future better yeah not necessarily have to restructure out of necessity because eventually the whole pandemic side of things is going to go away we might have another flare up in 50 or 100 years but because the humans have a virus historically every 100 years that breaks out the world and so this is just the next one yeah and so we can restructure things because the problem is this forced everything to like kind of topple down a lot. You yeah. Know? And so I think if if we're gonna we're gonna have to rebuild, and the things we choose to rebuild, we can restructure and think them through better instead of just being like, oh well, 
we're doing it this way because people will pay money because they're used to doing it this way. Well, mm-hmm. all of a sudden, this is a huge, you know, year and a half reset button. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, this is off topic. Go ahead. Um, are we finished with this topic? We want to go to something different. I was. Or I, do you have we, more? We can skip. I this is. I always wanted to talk about the chosen app. <laughs> okay. You always want to talk about yeah. that though. I want to tell you about the it. chosen app, but let's let's stay on this and uh, and tell. Let's talk about what you're saying. Um, well, I was going to go totally off, not this topic. Well, we can circle back around. Okay. Um, no, I, I what I was going <laughs> to say is kind of more a finisher, like a finishing okay. off thing. When we're about to finish, we'll finish with that. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, the chosen app. I've told you guys about it. Yeah. You haven't experienced it yet, have you? No. Okay. Yep, I have. This is something that I think is really exciting for us. And something that I think we've been we actually as been talking creators. about as content we've, creators, yeah. Yeah, we've been talking about it because um, you because you have this in your thoughts. I have this in my brain, and I'm even I wouldn't if it, say it's it's everybody's thoughts. It's just your thoughts. It's right my thoughts at this point. I'm excited about it. Yeah, I am. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it's interesting because it's a cool thought experiment. Because we right now, because of this big reset, we do have to look into the future and think what's going for people like us instead of just consumers. We have to think about what is innovative mm-hmm. in this field of podcasting, of content creating, of filmmaking, and entertainment in general. You know, how are people consuming it and what works? I wanted to show you this. I don't know if you can turn your head and see that, Joshua. But, turn, turn your head. Um, uh, yeah, I'll let you see that one. Um, if you see this. They are already, they haven't even, they're Almost in the, million. they're in the, no, they're in the process of season, well, they're, they're currently filming season two. Mm-hmm. This is crowdfunded on this app. Yeah. Um, they wrote, it, I don't even know if there's a website, but it's an app that's free that you download and it's, yeah. a, it's a Jesus story. It's a show about Jesus and it's really good. The first season was amazing. Very well done. It wasn't cheesy Christian film. Yeah. Know? It was very well done. I think they did the first season. It got crowdfunded, and then they they made the app. They filmed it, got it done, put it up on the app, and then also inside of the app, you are allowed to donate money to the next season. That's incredible. Season two. Now, Seth, he's been on this pod, not this podcast, but the Midnight Special a couple of times. Mm-hmm. Season two is currently being filmed. They're doing this outside of Dallas, Texas, because yeah. Dallas, Texas can look like the Middle East in certain spots. Um, Season two is already in process. It's already funded. Mm-hmm. Guess how much they raised for season two? Over $11 million. <laughs> That's impressive. That means they have, and I think they do eight episodes. So they have over a million an episode. Yeah. Um, They are already, they're filming season two. It's not out. It's not even being edited yet. They're filming it still because yeah. I follow the director on Instagram. They're already crowdfunding for season three already. If wow. you see this, the so first I see episode, funded. the first episode is already fifty percent funded. See of that, season three, they haven't even begun to write season three yet. Yeah, John Mark, John Mark, and I had a similar idea, but for um, an app or a website um, that was for art, artists and cartoon makers right i i was mm-hmm. i was i took a little bit of uh inspiration from that love death and robots thing on netflix yeah, right yeah, yeah. and i thought what Which if we there need was to talk about that at some point. what if there was a what if there was a um a, a streaming service essentially that did 
and this this really streamlines it. We didn't actually have a lot of it thought out, but we thought you can um, you 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 do Watch a cartoon. Yeah, you do a cartoon, right? You you write it, you post it, right? And then people can essentially fund the next episode, mm-hmm. right? People fund it, and then eventually, right? Very much like YouTube, right? You release, or maybe you release a whole season. Mm-hmm. People fund it, right? Or or upvote it, or whatever, and then eventually the platform itself picks it up. Yeah. Right, and they fund it for the for the remaining duration. Yeah. Right. It's almost like Rick and Morty getting picked up for ten se- ten seasons. Right by by Adult Swim. Yeah. Yeah. Or or um. Instead of just Olin four. Rogers kind of did that. Yeah. Yeah. I TBS. mean, he got he got he got picked up. Right, mm-hmm. um, but I'm talking like either either you release several episodes and people watch it, mm-hmm. right? So, you know, I mean, let's say you release your your first season is eight episodes yeah. of twenty minute long content, which for an artist is a long time, right? That's yeah. a lot of art, especially if <laughs> yeah. you especially if it's like a love death robots type, yep, or art even style. if it's just anime. Because or anime, anime. Yeah. packs in a lot. Like, when you see it, how choppy it is, it's so, like, it doesn't seem like as much work as something like Rick and Morty. But the thing is, Rick and Morty's drawn, but then it's also manipulated through computer for most of the yeah. movements. Well, there's, there's a lot of... like, each frame. Well, there's a lot of anime now. Modern anime isn't as much. Mm-hmm. Um, but, the, but a lot of times what will happen with anime is that it will go from being very smooth to in the fight scenes looking very drawn right yeah. things almost mm-hmm. become simpler and and with some of them and there's a, there's a couple of things a couple of things I'd like to show you guys mm-hmm. is it it's really cool to watch they mm-hmm. do so much um but yeah an app like that and that that's why I like this so much that this is their app it is funding their project you know, it's not like, and you know how you know. they got all of this. The, like, okay, I didn't, I didn't include this. I should have, but there's a crap ton of people that have gone and downloaded this because, yeah. um, they they have a counter on it. They literally show how many people are actually watching, and it says right here, forty two thousand people are the ones that, um, have got fifty percent of of episode one of season yeah. three funded. But it is, they have a goal of a billion people to watch this show download the app and watch the show and have access to it and i'm pretty sure they already have um over 10 million people who's watched yeah. it it's like a personal kickstarter it yeah. is right but it it's is. it's your app you control you could you could you could be like um you know we need funding for this specific project it may not have it may have it may not be directly tied to the show sure. but it may yeah. be like oh we have to build a set right yeah and we actually need funding specifically for the build right and that can you know that'll be on whatever their uh next project is it's like so so yeah donate to the show but also donate to this build because it's gonna have to you know i mean it's your it's your app you Mm -hmm. choose right and people will watch yeah do you and this is just uh Sorry, I'll keep hold going. Um, hold off. Um, this is just a thought that I'm having. I know what you're saying. It's almost like they're creating their own 
GoFundMe. Yeah. In a sense. Do you, because I know probably the majority, I wouldn't say all, because I don't want to generalize who's watching, but the majority of people are watching are probably like a Christian base or they're advertised in churches and things like that because it is a Christian mm-hmm. based story. Do you find it in any way odd or what is your thought if they did that and they're saying they're building something but it, they're almost like targeting the Christian I don't know Christians in general because Christians have have got into this because they want to watch the the show but then like let's say uh, a couple years down the road they start like funding other things and that that sense they're kind of targeting Christians and then Christians are they don't realize what they're actually they're uh, I don't know like yeah, giving yeah. money towards so you think it, it could turn into something more like a Netflix in the Christian world and they don't really know what their money's being funded for yeah, yeah. I don't I don't know if that's their intention because this is being run by the few people that are doing the show. Well, that's right? the thing. That's what I'm kind of saying. It's run by the few people who are doing the show. Do we know those people? How well know the do director? We, and how well do we know the those people and what their mindset behind all of this is? I mean, I'm not, they could be good people. I I can't. I'm not saying that. But let's say someone else gets involved and it just goes down a different route. Well, then, we already... then the people that support it mm-hmm. stop supporting it. Yeah. Right? If you don't like the way it's going, you don't like the story it's telling or the message it's giving out, you stop supporting it. It's mm-hmm. it's it's just like TV. It's just like anything. I, if I don't like what's on the TV, I'm turning the channel. Yeah. I'm not watching a YouTuber who I don't like or mm-hmm. a Twitch channel I don't like. I'm not subscribing on, you know, I'm not going to fund a project on Kickstarter that you know, I don't like or don't see any uh, anything coming out of. But I mean, I it think happens. Joshua's kind of he kind of sounds like you're saying though that we do that anyway with Netflix mm-hmm. because Netflix is going to make a whole bunch of originals yeah. this year that I'm not going to watch and not interested in watching. But my money to have access to them is still funding those projects right. in a sense. But I think we should like yes. But it's starting from a place that's targeting Christians in a way because it is starting from a Christian-based show. And let's say it turns into like a Netflix. I understand, yes, you can not you can stop supporting it, but I think there there's potential to kind of target a group of people and then think that they're... They they're, already did that, though. Mm-hmm. Um, Pure Flix. Yeah. It's the worst ever because they, they it's branded as Christian films. Or yeah. on art, and they even ripped off Netflix name by calling it Pure Flix. Right. Mm-hmm. And it sucks because Christians don't make good films. Mm-hmm. Artists make good films. And if you're an artist who's a Christian, that's wonderful. But like Christians going out and making films don't make good films. Yeah. I mean, I know there's a couple, mm-hmm. right? I, I'd say there's a couple of of uh watchable of watchable Christian movies. Um but I'd say I'd say for the most part, you know, you, you're not finding all that much. But even no. the people that, so like uh, the people who did the Christian films like Courageous, mm-hmm. the Kendrick brothers, I believe is their names. You they were making. They were is making. That their names. I think so. Okay. Uh, <laughs> they were making films, 
as young guys mm -hmm. thinking their fil filmmaking was going to be their industry. Mm -hmm. Then they felt like they needed to work in ministry. They got involved in a church. And then they decided, then they came up with this idea through their church in at Georgia somewhere. <laughs> I think it's, it might be Atlanta. It's either Georgia or Alabama. It's, it's close. It's around yeah. there. Yeah. yeah. But they they essentially got their church to fund their ideas to make these films, mm -hmm. right? And that church was backing them. Um, but they started as more filmmakers. And they're out of all the Christian films, they're still not great, but they are the most watchable probably mm -hmm. besides this show. I think yeah, the show I, is I, leagues I'm above have it. To check this one out. Mm -hmm. It's just so good. <laughs> yeah. But the uh, but the the courageous film and the fireproof stuff they started as like interested in film before they were doing ministry stuff. Right. So they didn't start from a place of I want to make Christian films. They started from a place I want to make films, and then they found themselves. Well, I don't Christian think you. Stuff. I don't think you have to be like, you know. I don't think you have to be like, oh, I want to make uh, Christian content to be able to make content that everybody can watch. Yeah. Right. I think there's an importance in in knowing that and recognizing that. But yeah, you're right. There's, I've seen a lot of other stuff that's crap. <laughs> just it's just unwatchable. Yeah. I wanted to also ask you guys. Probably not. I don't. Uh, no. No. All right. Like I'll me neither. Like, yeah. Just me neither. I'll just skip it. I want to do shows versus shows for streaming versus blockbuster movies. What do you mean? Do you mean like streaming? Because most streaming these days is shows. Yeah. More than movies. Right. Um, everything in the theater is movies. Yes. It kind of seems like movies are going down besides the ones that everyone still looks forward to, like Marvel movies and such. Mm -hmm. um, but even Dune mm -hmm. is is not working. Yeah. So I did a few things, and maybe this might spark some interest. I already mentioned this. Peacock bought uh, The Office for five years for $500 million for five years. Mm -hmm. and But then the average film cost obviously a lot more and less, but $65 million to make. Right. That's what Google says. So that's average right down the middle. So I'm curious to see where is the money going in the industry, right? Like who's the one, who do we already see the money teetering towards? Because they're going to be the ones that's the new film industry. Like they're the ones that's going to be, because Warner Brothers is having all kinds of issues right now. And yeah. they've been in existence making movies for a long time. Um, but they're having issues. Disney, if they didn't come out with Disney Plus, they would be struggling. If they didn't have Disney World, they'd be struggling mm -hmm. and... Just with COVID, Disney Disney this year has been struggling, except Disney Plus did get a lot of viewership. Right. Uh, um, a lot more subscribers. What do you have? What are you going to say? What? Where's all the money going to? Yeah, I'm curious because we got streaming, who does predominantly shows, and then we had Blockbuster, which has been a staple forever, that j mostly just do movies. Blockbuster, the store? Dude, Blockbuster is gone. <laughs> <laughs> it's been gone. But freaking blockbuster <laughs> movies, and then they uh, and we see them really struggling right now. Dune was a prime example. I think personally, in the future, that is uh, maybe not right now. Uh, I think things are gonna go a little bit more long form. Yeah. Right. I think I think movies have their place, and I think they're important. But even with Marvel, we see them sort of transitioning 
to a more long form show like uh, yeah. storytelling. I mean, it's been such a hit with with shows like um, Thrones. Yeah, in the Mandalorian, it's like wow, we've got we've got you know maybe we have uh, less packed you know it's it's less packed together, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Which, by the way, yeah, Mandalorian. I guess is... I would agree. With that. So much more popular than the Star Wars films, the Star Wars sequel films, yeah, right, and and um, you know, I think sh- you know, I think it's long form storytelling that's really going to get people. Even Dune essentially is more long form because it's two movies, not one movie about one book, right? So what I see is them wanting to put way more time into. Um, into the story, yeah. right? So I can see, I can see, I can see things transitioning, but definitely for movies, um, and and free streaming companies watching this right now, <laughs> uh, feel free to take the idea of insert your app name theater, Netflix theater, yeah, uh, <laughs> HBO theater, Amazon theater, because. Then you can just sell the movie tickets right there. But tra- uh, copyright, you have to use Wyatt's name somewhere on the platform. No, I'm giving it away for free. No, terms of service. No, free. No, at least in terms of service, have, have some work, office work or be like, and Wyatt Goforth came up with this don't idea. Need it. They, don't I don't it. think they would give it to I you. Don't even if it. They got I don't need it. I don't want it. I want I I want free content. For all of this to say, we're gonna start our own app and we're gonna have the theater section and it's gonna work out just fine. Okay. What are your thoughts about this? Streaming shows versus movies and theaters? Because we know which I ones. gravitate towards movies myself. I know, but what do you think about the future of where's I the money? I agree with Wyatt longer-ish shows type thing. Mm -hmm. We're seeing that with Marvel. I mean, Marvel essentially is each movie is part of the show. Yeah. It's part of a show because they're all tied together. It's long-form story. That's why people are coming back to them because they love how they're all tied together. Yeah. Um, And so that's something that we're seeing. Mm. Well, I I think movies always... Will forever always have a place because there's something to be said for um you know the ability to tell a story mm-hmm. right within a certain amount of time right like the princess bride yeah or or a movie a movie like uh, monsters inc i just watched that one the other night mm-hmm. uh wally i think you know just you don't need more that's the movie mm-hmm. right i don't need more wally i have enough in the movie <laughs> yeah right I don't need another uh, The Princess Bride because everything's already there, you know. So I think a, I think a movie is good for uh, a certain type of storytelling, mm-hmm. right? What if you just want to watch the uh, the fire swamp, and you got to watch through all of the oh. sword fightings and all this other stuff just to get to her and be like the 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 freaking pirate story that's all you want to I say. mean it's 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 the same as as a show right mm-hmm. I sure I can turn on an episode of whatever but I still got to fast forward to the spot I want I you know yeah it's not much different you know yeah um so what are you guys thinking about it's new year it's 2021 yeah we've briefly talked about on the midnight special 
wanting to start a version of Sober October again. <laughs> Not Sober October, but a version of it. Yeah. What are you guys thinking? When are we starting? And what are your plans? Well, my hopes is... Because this is going to happen. My hopes is to... You're getting a little man booby over here. Booby? <gasps> no. No. <laughs> um, freaking, I am hoping to run a thousand miles. I'm doing yeah, we've it. We've heard this before. Because Burt Kreischer's how, doing it. How many How many miles? Zero. It, or, uh, as of recording this, this is the 19th. I of guess January? We, can, we can throw that out there, kind of give you guys a little sneak peek. How many miles have you done this year? Zero. I don't know. We rode we rode those bikes pretty far. Bikes don't count. Yeah, I mean, bikes I'm trying count. to either either on the treadmill or on the elliptical. Mm-hmm. I'm counting the elliptical as run because I do find myself sweating as much on the elliptical as I do when I'm running. I might not be as out of breath, but I sweat just as much, and that's really the key to it. I want to sweat a thousand miles worth. Yeah. Okay. This year. So the thing is. Honestly, if I was consistent every day, it wouldn't be that much. It's like 2.5 miles a day. So I'm like, I don't know. I've gotten lazy right at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's because I'm trying to prove to myself that this isn't a New Year's resolution. This is something I'm actually <laughs> going to do. Yeah, Or it's just you haven't done it because you're lazy. <laughs> that might be it. Yeah. I don't know. Um. Okay. Uh. So let's just put that in the back of our mind. Let's not make any plans per se. But maybe. I just said my we, plan. No. Well, I mean, we can have plans, but I'm saying maybe next week on the main episode, because we're going to, we can kind of talk about how structure, structuring the podcast, we're going to do it. But on the main episode each week, we just give a quick uh, recap on how our week went and our sweat game or our <laughs> our our exercise game or whatever you want to call sweat it games is that what we're calling this the sweat sweat games, games. Sweat, games. sweat games a thousand yeah. miles of sweat that's cool sweat games how can we make it into like oh we should have like a chart and we can maybe each collect our sweat throughout the year so the person who are we gonna sell it now like Bell no Delphi? but i mean like i mean like you could you could do like you know uh, like a sweat meter, a sweatometer, essentially, mm. where where it's like, you know, you track how much you did, and we see how sweaty you got. Yeah, maybe we mm-hmm. take you pictures know? and be like, so there's little meters that like fill up, you know. It's like, yeah. you know, how much sweat? How much sweat? You got to bank your sweat, right? Mm-hmm. Not exactly like you know, you're filling up cups of your own, but we're talking about how much exercise you did. Yeah, your exercise is your sweat. How much? Yeah. How much did you sweat? You know today. Yeah. Okay. Right. How so sweaty are you? We're putting that Pretty in sweaty. our uh, <laughs> yeah. in the back seat right now a little bit. But remember, for next week, you got to bring up your sweat meter. I so. think I am starting February. Either what? that or you, you're gonna uh, cut out a whole month. I don't know. I kind of feel like I wanted this month Monday or I. I might start this week. Yeah, I, just, I mean, you I, don't need to throw well, it tomorrow because we're you haven't started the on the first. Again. I don't want to do yeah. it tomorrow. Well, if if you put some sort of like, oh, I'm starting at this point, right, mm. you, on it, it I, that for some reason doesn't help me. I just have to start doing something, mm-hmm. even if it's just a little bit every day. Yeah. Like I, I got I just need to go exercise a little bit for ten ten minutes, even 
just 10 minutes, yeah. right? And then come back, and then the next day, oh, you know what? That made me feel really good. Maybe I'll go 20 minutes this time, right? That's a 20-minute. Once I do it and I sweat, and I just, I'm like, that does make me feel good. Yeah, And then I do want to go do it the next day. The problem is right after Sober October, I just stopped. Mm -hmm. And you stopped because you got COVID. Yeah. (laughs) And I stopped because, well. October was over. October was over, man. (laughs) But with the the sweat games. In the summer, we're going to be all three. We're going to be the studs out there. We're gonna be uh, showing off our uh, our uh, man pectorals and our uh, boobies and our uh, our boobies and no? our belly buttons. Dude, I'm into a good navel. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm really self conscious about mine. <laughs> <laughs> no. Freaking okay. Did you guys know that if you have a real any, then you do have a little bit of fat build up. If you if you have like a flat belly button or you have an Audi. Then there's nothing for the fat. Like it means you're. It just yeah. means like you, you're pretty, pretty well kept, probably. Right. Or you're just skinny. What? No. I think so. Well, some people, some people have an Audi belly. I think button. there's a. They like do. Lydia, Lydia had an Audi belly button until she was like, till I don't know. I don't know how she's like 17 now. Yeah. Right. But she she just had an Audi belly button, right? Even though she has been skinny forever. But I think I I think it's pretty. She pretty probably pretty much has like any belly button now. But I no. have a weird belly button because I I got it. You got it cut into. Oh, cut into. Well, what I was saying <laughs> is that I think as you get older, right, your body uh, eventually, you know, eventually you have to have so much fat on your body. Not like a lot, but I'm saying your body starts to equal out as far as skin and and flesh or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't think you just, unless you're like really, you know, hugely fat, hugely you don't have fat? like a, yeah, because, or, or pregnant or something. Do you ever actually have like a real true Audi belly button? Okay. Th- what I'm saying though is I'll give the pregnant, uh, argument, uh, the pregnant argument. I'm I've pretty sure that the belly that button has a threshold. Yeah. Essentially. Why the heck are we talking about belly buttons? Because you brought it up. No, I, I talked about I sober October. And Listen, exercising thresholds for belly buttons. I, I think a belly button has a threshold. If you are just getting some chub, well, then that chub is just circling around. The camera can see it, mm-hmm. and it's just making a little bit more of an any pocket, mm-hmm. right? If you're pregnant, well, you got a freaking here. Just put your fist on the back of my hand. Just touch it real quick. Why? Just try it out. Okay, if you're pregnant and the baby's on this side, this inside of the stomach. 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 Well then, <laughs> well then that baby's pushing. Yeah. From the womb on the thing, so you can be pregnant and have an Audi, but a lot of fat people don't really have Audis. Yeah. Because I think a belly button has a threshold. So in conclusion, if you want a good looking uh, navel, navel belly button, join uh sweat, some whatever what we're sweat calling games. It? Sweat games. Sweat games. With us. Yeah. Join. We gotta get. Hey. We gotta start these sweat games so I can get those sweat gains. Hey, sweat games, sweat, sweat gains. gains. Yeah, so freaking... we we have a little, our chart is called sweat games, and then at the bottom it says sweat gains. Hey, yeah, I hear that. I hear that. I like it. Um, oh, I sweat, but I I said I'm doing a thousand miles of mm-hmm. something to sweat, yeah. and you guys aren't gonna give yours. 
I've already given mine. I don't want to keep bringing it up until it actually What is happens. yours, actually? I don't remember. Go back and watch the podcast. Uh, no, I don't want to. You know, no, it's teaser for last. Yeah, yours, go back yours is to No, run you're like asking a... me to watch myself. I don't want to. No, I'm just going to run a lot. Okay. That's basically it. Yeah, I'd like, to, I'd like to do that as well. Mm. Um, mine is sort of just to work out basically every day. Okay. Dude, do a thousand miles with me. I'm you can do the elliptical? Yeah. Is it, I just want to. I want to work out like every day, even on even on technically off days. I want to put a little bit of effort into something. A little right? sweat in. Yeah, get that sweat. sweat. Yeah. Good and healthy. Good and healthy. Get good and healthy. Always yeah. good and healthy. We wrapping doing... this up. We uh, going for it. We what, what we can wrap it up. What is the time? How long have we been? We're doing about this? an hour. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah, we'll wrap it up. Hey, thank you guys so much. Um, we appreciate you. Listening to us, if you're on YouTube watching us, thank you very much. If you're not, go experience that. You can see our new studio. We got a flaming head over Joshua's shoulder, as well as some visuals. Uh, Um, We also have a website now. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Wiseworksfilms.com. There's a nice uh, subcategory, Wiseworks Podcast. You can just go check that out a little bit. Yep. Go look at WiseWorks podcast. Podcast yeah, on the website. Website. Um, thank you so much for watching. Please like, comment, and very importantly, subscribe to the YouTube channel so you can see all of the new podcast episodes we come out with every single week. And if you aren't already, go over to Spotify and follow WiseWorks podcast there so you can listen to the audio versions of these, including this one as well as the exclusive Midnight Special that comes out on Friday evenings at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time to kick off the weekend. We're back at it. And We're back uh, at the Midnight Special. One more I thing think people like that to show, uh, actually, though. Uh, end Midnight this special. episode off. Um, as my last thing I'm going to say. Wait, is this, if you say the Pluto thing, this is a <laughs> no, new year. Do no. not, okay. I was going to say, why is single sliding those DMs? Find his Instagram, slide into those DMs. And he's DMs. Single and ready to jingle. Actually not. And he's got a nice uh, navel, apparently. It's no. <laughs> Don't talk it's about it. No. Slide into Joshua's DMs because he deserves it. Mm. Blow it up. Yeah. Hey, no. subscribe to Olin Rogers. We appreciate it. Yep. Bye. <laughs>